Welcome back to Strategy Simplified. Today, we're sharing a snippet from a training session where Naman and Stephanie share a case prep plan for MBA candidates. And not only will they share the step-by-step process for getting ready for case interviews, they'll also provide a prep timeline with checkpoints to hit along the way. If you're applying for MBA internship roles this recruiting cycle, this episode is for you. Let's jump right in. For those of you, at least right now, who are sitting there as first-year MBAs, considering consulting, but probably also recruiting for uh, thinking about recruiting for other industries as well. I was, I just want to ex- exhort you to, to do everything that you can to get quality practice the first time around. It is of great value to get that summer internship experience so that you could try this out. You can really see whether or not you like it or not. You can see whether or not you like a particular firm or not. Um, but this is not the type of interview that you can just prepare for in terms of consuming passive content and then be ready and smoothly sail through the interview from start to finish. This is a process that you've got to build this muscle. How do you move through these discussions with the right mindset, with the right skills, and bring the right content knowledge to bear in the conversation? Um, that's going to take time, practice, and quality repetitions. Uh, so you're on this call today. You've got days, weeks, months to be able to work with. And we're going to give you some insight into the steps that you need to take to do that. Over the next few months, uh, some of you will have you know, stories of success and some of you will have painful stories of failure as it comes through this first round. I want to also encourage you though, this is a two-year recruiting process. The effort you put in this year, the people that you meet, the coffee chats you go to, the informational sessions you go to, the companies you apply to, they remember all of that for next year. And you are not out of the running if you don't get an interview this year or you get an interview and then you don't get the job. I also did my, I did, I was a first year in 2009, right around the 2000, you know, 2008 recession, downturn, tight market. I know what it feels like for you right now to be able to go into this, this tight recruiting season. Um, know that in general, even in downturn times, Firms tend to have more full-time offers available than summer internships. Therefore, it's a more competitive process for the summer internship recruiting experience you're about to go into. Hopefully, that just puts a fire under you to say, we need to prepare even more to get a chance to to be able to do this. Um, Now, we're proud to be able to say of the clients that we've worked with that we've been able to place folks at over 170 different firms. Uh, There's more and more companies all the time who are non-consulting firms that perform the full case interview with their with their candidates. This is on the rise. This is increasing. So even if you don't end up in consulting, you should expect to have to go through your interviews. At the MBA level, it's anywhere from 75 to 85% of your interviews are going to have some element of casing discussion in it. Uh, so this process will not be in vain, even if you decide to pivot to another area. Now, how do you actually get started and do these quality repetitions? How can you practice? You now have some guidance and tools to start with market sizing questions. We'd recommend that you start with two per day. Um, And once you've gone through actually talking through 20 or so market sizing questions, well, then we need to advance ourselves to the full case. But this is a good way we can dip our toes into the water to start with these smaller conversations. And it's not just practicing it in silence on your paper. It's practicing having a conversation around this with somebody else, delivering this out loud. Now, once you can upgrade 
to the full case. And I would say, if you're interviewing within the next few weeks, we need to go ahead and advance ourselves to full cases. There's a little bit of passive content consumption that can be helpful here. But the reality is we need to practice with others. We can be self-aware about what our strength and weakness areas are, but it's best if we're able to do a diagnostic interview with somebody else who knows what they're talking about to be able to get that that professional perspective and understanding about where should I focus my efforts? Where should I focus my practice? All of us will have different strength and weakness areas as it relates to moving through these conversations so that we know as we absolutely, we're going to need to go through full cases, um, but we can also do targeted drills in our areas of weakness. And in that way, we can we can close the gap between our strength areas and our weakness areas and make us more evenly balanced across the board. So this process over the next days, weeks, months is going to need to be a balance of mocking through full cases with others and doing targeted drills in the areas in which you're weak. So uh, as we think about this, you know, we there are a lot of different types of cases. There are a lot of different types of uh, problem statements as it comes to case interviews. This is the way that we have structured our case library at Management Consulted, the top 10 case types, which all roll up into four key areas here. Um, estimation problems like market sizing, we've just gone through that together today. Those internal problems to a business, those equate to profitability issues or opportunities or analysis. The external problems relate to a, a broader market study view where I'm not only looking at the internal elements of a corporation, but also the broader ecosystem and the other players that exist around them as well. And then finally, M&A is going to be any large-scale financial transaction or investment. Um, and so you would want to balance your approach across these different categories. We'd recommend for the first 10 cases that you do, that you have four be in the area of profitability internal problems, four be in the area of market study, and two, M&A. And that be a general balance of how you would move through your prep. It takes anyone from, it, it takes a candidate anywhere from 10 to 50 cases out loud to be ready to succeed in, in, you know, for one of the top firms. And you can accelerate and turbocharge your process if you follow some of the principles that we've shared today. I'm going to hand it over to Naman to walk through some of the different elements of training and timing that are going to be helpful as well. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Stephanie. The first thing I just wanted to share was checkpoints uh, that you should just keep in mind. If you've got interviews in early January, which many of the first-year MBA candidates on this call do. So you've got here about the next week, a uh, week or two. Uh, to start to really get a handle on market sizing it. Stephanie mentioned this earlier, we've never met a top candidate who can't size a market in their sleep. Uh, because again, uh, it just encapsulates all of the skills that you need to apply within a broader case setting, the ability to be structured in a problem solving approach, to make reasonable assumptions, to do calculations out loud, to drive to business insights from the, number, the numbers that you arrive at. And so if you haven't really started doing market sizing yet, Again, we'd recommend going ahead and, and starting that today, tomorrow. Uh, ideally, you'll do it with a partner or a peer. But sometimes as I'm driving down the road, I'll just try and size a market just as I'm driving because I'm curious about business because that's the way that my mind works. I see a fireworks shack on the side of the road here in Texas. That's actually a thing here. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what this, the size of the fireworks market is in Texas. And because I know this approach, I can start as I'm driving, just making assumptions and keeping this skill fresh uh, for myself 
as I'm just living my everyday life. So if you don't have a partner, you don't have a peer immediately to work with, uh, don't fret. You can start to at least flex some of these muscles and build some of this capability just as you work solo, just as, as you go through your everyday life. So start with market sizing and aim to complete five full live cases here in the next week or two as well. This you're going to need a partner for. Uh, and so we've got a free case partner practice group on LinkedIn. I'm going to ask Beth or Japheth to pop the link to that in the chat. Uh, there are at least by now, a thousand or a couple thousand folks in there are looking for for case partners. So would highly recommend that you you join that group and uh, just get some live practice in. Uh, and Stephanie mentioned, you know, once you've done market sizing, go ahead and read, watch, do five cases. These are the five cases that we're talking about. And bonus points if you're going to do a couple from the profitability uh, section of our case library or a couple of profit cases, a couple of market study cases, a couple of M&A cases to start to give yourself a well-rounded uh, sense of preparation. So that, that's immediate first steps for all of you on today's call. Kind of secondary uh, next steps look like starting to master core frameworks and starting to blend them to showcase your creativity and business acumen. So we've on this call, probably all of us have read bit, bits and pieces of case in point of case interview secrets, perhaps of our own case interview Bible. Uh, and there are a lot of core frameworks out there uh, that you can use to start to approach some of these case prompts. What you cannot do is regurgitate them uh, verbatim inside of an interview. And we don't have time to go into all of that today. Uh, but those core frameworks are helpful for you initially, just to have a, a, a mental pick list, uh, a mental uh, kind of bank of frameworks that you can pick and choose from to create your own as you start to, to attack cases. So if you're at the very beginning of your process, don't necessarily worry about blending frameworks yet. If you need to start with the the four P's or the five C's or you know some core frameworks like that totally fine and just get some reps in as far as casing goes but eventually what you're going to have to do is start to create your own problem solving approach and so here in the next four to five weeks you should be getting there uh, we we want to give you enough time to get case mechanics down but not enough time uh, working with core frameworks to where you don't uh, graduate to building your own. Uh, and so by mid-December, you should be able to start creating your own frameworks. And you should start to, you know, two to four weeks before interviews, really have your fit stories dialed in as well. Uh, in final rounds, especially, the behavioral interview is 50% of your score. So what a, the mistake a lot of candidates make is they spend so much time freaking out about the case that they ignore the behavioral part of the interview. And, and we get it. The case can be scary. It requires more practice. But it's asinine to ignore the piece of the interview that contributes to half of your final score. So don't neglect the behavioral piece of the interview. Uh, and just some quick guidance there, we recommend having 12 to 15 stories prepared for your behavioral interviews. Uh, the best way to, to attack those types of questions is with a story. Uh, you know, uh, you'll see a lot of YouTube videos out there where people give you some sample answers. And the answers always start with, well, there are three reasons why I want to work at McKinsey. And that just makes you sound like a robot. It's not original. Uh, tell us a story. Uh, and so take some time to develop those. And uh, we've got some free resources that will point you to that can help you develop those as well. And then by the time you get to interviews, which again, uh, a lot of you told us are going to be in early 2023 for you, you should be checking these boxes at the bottom of the slide. So you should be accurate in your mental math. And ideally, each calculation should take you around 20 seconds. Stephanie mentioned it at the top. I'll mention it again here. Accuracy trumps speed. Uh, 
you know, more often than not, you know, if math ends up being a tiebreaker, you know, firms will take the accurate candidate over the quick candidate who's wrong. Uh, but you, the goal is to be accurate and fast. So the way to get there is practice with a timer. Stephanie showed you how to do that in her example today. Uh, you know, you want to be structured even in the creative and qualitative pieces of the case. Uh, when you know, when I ask you a brainstorming question, it's not an excuse for you to go stream of consciousness on me and just start giving me a million good ideas, right? Can uh, can your ideas be categorized? Can it be? Uh, can you make it easy for me to follow what you're saying without me looking at your paper? That's what I'm looking for. Uh, you know, by the time you get to interviews, and then of course you have to be comfortable with interpreting charts, graphs, exhibits. You have to be able to do math off of those, derive insights from those. Uh, and then you want to have exposure to the different case types that Stephanie mentioned here a couple of slides ago. And just right before interviews is when you would just want to pay attention to any kind of firm style nuance that you, you may run into. The good news is for those of you pursuing consulting, 90% of best practices are the same across the board. So you don't necessarily have to start preparing for a Bain style case versus a McKinsey style case today. You can pay attention to those nuances a little bit later down the road. We'll be right back after this short message. Hey, Strategy Simplified, Management Consultants' biggest and only sale of the year is coming up on Friday, November 18th, where you can purchase the all-access pass for 50% off. But wait, what the heck is an all-access pass? I'm glad you asked. It's a digital pass that gives you lifetime access to the entirety of our online interview prep and skills building curriculum. It includes over 500 case studies, nine video courses, thousands of practice drills, and so much more. Again, the sale is this Friday, November 18th only, and you can get the All Access Pass for 50% off. Make sure to bookmark the link in this episode's show notes so you can be ready to purchase when it goes on sale. Okay, let's get back to the episode. What we're going to do now is we're just going to share our MC coaching plan with you. This is the plan that we would walk you through if you worked with us. But what we're doing today is we're just sharing it with you for free. So steal it, use it, adapt it. It's yours. Uh, you know, whether you ever work with us or not in any kind of formal way. But we work with a lot of our clients over an eight-hour program. This is eight one-hour sessions. And here's typically how we structure uh, those eight hours. The first hour, the first session is a diagnostic case. We run you through some, some pre-work so you know enough to do a diagnostic case. But our goal is for you to uh, run through a case uh the first time and just get a sense how, uh, of how all the pieces fit together. Uh, get a sense of what it feels like to go from beginning to end, to uh, you know make those transitions, to extract insights, to make a strong final recommendation. What we then do is we go through and we work through problem areas of the case with you. Uh, our coaching sessions are not, uh, hey, we're going to run you through a case, give you five or 10 minutes of feedback at the end and say bye. Right? Like, that's not really helpful for you because that doesn't help you internalize uh, the feedback. So what we do is we go back through and we rework problem areas of the case together. Early on, everything's going to be a problem area. Let's be real. But there's a difference, for example, between being slow at the math and not knowing how to do math, right? And so we we start to identify, okay, what just needs reps and what needs some more focused help? And so you can self-assess or you can have someone who's not a management consulted coach, but who knows what they're talking about, give you that same kind of assessment. Uh, and by the end of one case, they'll be able to tell you, here are your gap areas, and here's what you need to focus on in the next X weeks to be ready for a Deloitte interview or ready for a BCG interview. Uh, it's not going to take five hours for someone who knows what they're talking about to be able to give you that kind of insight. 
What we then do is in subsequent sessions, subsequent uh, practice time, uh, we often move away from giving our, our clients full cases. And Stephanie mentioned this when she was walking you through our case prep plan. You want to integrate drill-based practice along with the case prep uh, and live cases that you're walking through. And so often uh, we'll find after that diagnostic session, you know what? Your frameworking is so poor that it doesn't even make sense to walk you through another full case until we we start to fill that gap. Or, you know, you don't even, you know, you're not there at a place as far as the math is concerned to even justify walking you through another full case. You need some targeted help when it comes to math. You need help with the structure. You need help with the setup. Uh, and so what we'll do is we'll take perhaps an hour and just work on, on frameworking and structures together. We may take another hour and just work on, on chart math or verbal math. Talk through the four steps of case math. Hey, you start with a recap. Lay out your algebra before you ever start to do calculations, and then make sure you end by layering on multiple levels of insight before you move on to the next part of the case. Uh, and so, again, Stephanie mentioned this. Firms aren't looking for superstars in one area. They're not looking for math superstars or structure superstars. They're looking for folks that are well-rounded and can hit the benchmark in all of those areas of evaluation. And so if you're uh, week in one or two of those areas, it makes sense to to spend a little bit of extra time bringing those areas up to par so that you can check the box in each category. And so targeted drill-based sessions help you do that. Uh, and, and it's what we do with our Black Belt clients. Uh, and it's what I'd recommend you do, whoever you're working with. Uh, after that, we move away from being your coach and more towards being your mock interviewer. So there's a transition that happens there and we start to push you. So we put everything back together and start running you through full cases. And this is when we focus on pressure testing you. Stephanie was, uh, you know, you know, she was played the role of a very chill interviewer when she was walking through that market sizing exercise. She didn't push back on any of the assumptions. Uh, she she was in a really, really good mood, right? That doesn't always happen, right? So we pressure test you, we push on your assumptions. We we work on your polish. We work on your communication. She was very polished as she transitioned between each step of the, the, the market sizing process there. That comes with practice. It comes with a lot of repetition. Uh, and so we work on that refinement uh, there. And you know, once we've started to fill in the specific gap areas that we've identified. So as you are uh, starting to, to work with each other, starting to work with career coaches, peers at your MBA program, uh, take this and run with it. Uh, one of the things that that really makes a difference in your your preparation is how structured you can be as you work through this process. You know, you're applying for strategic roles. You might as well be strategic in the way that you prepare as well uh, to accelerate uh, your your preparation and ensure that you can prepare and be ready without burning out, and that you can take full advantage of the next six to eight weeks that you have to really be ready. All right, I think that does it. Thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, and best of luck this recruiting season. Don't hesitate to reach out if there's any way that we can help you. First year MBAs, don't forget. You've got application deadlines for 2023 internships coming up very soon. Find the specific deadline for your target firm at the link in this episode's show notes. If you're looking for a structured case prep program, consider joining Black Belt. The link to learn more and purchase is in the show notes. Thanks again for being a part of the Strategy Simplified community. Hey, Strategy Simplified, it's Japheth, your producer. Before we end today's episode, I want to take a quick second to announce the winner of this month's review contest winner. What am I talking about? Well, if you go on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review for the podcast, 
And then you let us know by sending an email to podcast at managementconsulted.com. You're entered into a contest to win one of Management Consulted's courses. We host a contest each month. So to enter, all you have to do is follow the steps I just outlined, and you'll be entered to win. Today's winner comes courtesy of username number one mixer. Number one, thank you for being a fan and for leaving this review. I'm going to take a quick sec to read uh, some of the highlights from this review as a thank you. Here goes. Wow, what is there to say? Strategy Simplified has it all. If management consulting is a career you would like to pursue, there is no better resource than Strategy Simplified. My personal favorites are the live case walkthroughs. These are a great way to start your case prep journey by grabbing a piece of paper, following along, and comparing yourself to the top applicants in your future cohort. All around, this is a nearly comprehensive one-stop shop for all your consulting career path needs. Thanks, MC. Well, number one, Mixer, thank you for taking the time to leave this review. We'll make sure we get in touch with you about that free course. And so, folks, that is all for me. But remember, leave us a review and then send us an email, podcast at managementconsulted.com, to let us know what you think.